Why do people quit? Why do people quit? Like so many times we set goals for ourselves. So many times we say we're going to do things. We want to, we, we have these dreams and these accomplishments we want to do. And we even might even set up a little bit of a battle plan as to how we'll get those things done. But overall, why do people quit? Why does everyone give up? I mean, we can look at statistics that sort of back up that statement. But the one obvious one that people always talk about is divorce mm-hmm. rates. Right. And that seemingly is one of the biggest indications of quitting that there could possibly be, possibly be. If you talk to an older person, they'll always mention how, you know, giving up was never even an option mm. in their marriage. You look at, you know, January and how many people are enrolled in the gym and how all these businesses, they, they focus on that first quarter because that's when people emotionally are attached mm-hmm. to this idea of something that they will not any longer be attached to come June, July, August. Mm-hmm. Now, why do we quit? If you were to ask somebody right now, well, what's a dream of yours? What's something you want to accomplish before you die? If you, let's say you ask that question to 10 people, I won't give a specific number, but I can almost guarantee you more than half of those people that you've asked, more than five people out of 10, will admit that at one point in time, they really set aside and said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to chase this. They, they limited every other you know, thing in their life and they said, no, I'm going to go after this one thing. I would argue that's a majority of people. But on that same note, that those five or more people out of the 10 are no longer chasing that thing as passionately as they once did. Why do we give up? Why do we quit? The theme of my life personally over the past mm-hmm. few weeks has been this word faithful. It's popped up in so many different discussions. And I went to a, a small group for our, for our ministry, our college yeah. age ministry, and the theme was faithful. I went to our leadership uh, uh, conference uh, last week and the theme was was faithful uh, for that last little message there and mm-hmm. in my own personal life mm-hmm. faithful has been that word right and of course there's synonyms with that there's consistency there's 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 uh, drive there's you know persistence. persistence there's there's all of that and so that has seemingly been the theme of my life over the past couple weeks is yeah. is the word faithful and when I think of the word faithful I cannot help but think about the opposite of that which is mm. just wavering mm. yeah which is just seasons of emotional highs. Wow. It's points in time where we say we're going to do something because there's a feeling there and, 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 and we're ready to do it. And then we just don't do it. And that's our discussion here today on episode number 13 of the J. Ray Richie Ray podcast. It is Thursday. Oh. It is January 20, what? Fourth. Fourth. My goodness. Yep. The, the month went by too fast. <laughs> Yo, seriously. Crazy, wow. You're man. right. And so. It's been really fast. But speaking of Dang. which, man, who's still on those New Year's resolutions? It's kind of what we'll be talking about today. And um, I don't know, man. I'm feeling good. The coffee tastes good today. Yeah, man. Good and, luck. Uh, it really is good. And honestly, that really has been the theme of my life for the past couple weeks has been this word faithful. Mm-hmm. And I think about what that means practically. It just... It's con- really consistency, and it's almost like yeah, I don't know, getting to a point where you don't even think about it well, anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's amazing. That's amazing. You said the word consistency. I felt like that was put on my heart um, Monday, MLK Day. I was out there. Uh, I got invited to perform. I put it on my Instagram, and I said, you know, I'm gonna do a minute video of just encouraging people. And I was like, what? What's something like right now? If someone was like, hey, what's your advice right now? What would it be? And I'm like, consistency, like Man. being consistent, dude. And I did a minute video, and I just noticed that like. 
when I was performing at that MLK event, there, you know, we're going backwards, right? Like we're going backwards from Monday and how I got there. And it was from um, a band that I was playing with. And the reason I was playing with that band is because I knew because the DJ set up a venue and wanted me to play with the band. Oh, well. Now I know that DJ because going back from that DJ, DJ Alex, I performed like maybe six, seven shows, but at small venues, like weird, just like, just, I don't know, just awkward people sharing their art, but they're just weird about it. Or I don't know, my friends come and saw it, but I don't know, it just wasn't the coolest place to be. But I was like, you know what, guy, like, I'm just going to honor the small and, uh, you know, I'm going to try to be here just to perform and kind of get used to the stage and just more for me, less about getting my music out there and more like, God, how do I perform? And I realized it was getting a little embarrassing. It was getting a little discouraging. I felt like I wanted to quit. I didn't want to do it no more. And after the, you know, the second, third time, you're just like, man, like again and again, like waiting two hours to perform or you get to the venue and it's small and weird or all the artists that are there as well. They're just like, you know, no disrespect. They're just like not the greatest people. Right. Right. And so they got to My friends got to wait two hours until I go up for right. five minutes. Right. And bro, yeah. God opened a door and I was able to play with the live band that sat that Saturday. They hit me up and like, hey, man, we want you to come out to this church event that we play for. Can you perform there? And it was amazing to finally get into another venue on a bigger platform um, with church people or, you know, just, um, you know, the people of God. And I was able to perform and I was I was out there on the bridge, like over the water. I was sitting there like, dang, God, like, what about if I quit, you know, four shows ago? What about if I quit on that sixth and seventh show? What about on the fifth show? I was like, you know what, man, I'm tired of this. I'm not doing this no more. It's funny because then I get home after that one minute video and the drummer hits me up. The first it was the pianist. He's he's the one who hit me up. And then the um the drummer was um the second guy to hit us up right after that show. I was like, hey man, we want you to perform on our birthday bash. We're gonna have tons of people from church, wow. all these different names come by. We want you to perform. Um and you're gonna you know he's not being funny about it. I'm I'm being funny about it. But he's like, yeah. you could be VIP with us and yeah, you yeah, could yeah. whatever it's and funny. you're gonna take pictures with people that come in and whatever. That's all the cool glamorous stuff that comes with it. But yeah. it's just funny that it was like a n- new level of stuff. And I was just yeah. like, wow, like what if I just quit? Yeah. What if I just stopped? What about yeah. if I just Stop being faithful to what God gave me. And man, I'm glad I did it. And I'm humbled. I'm not like, yeah, I did it. No, I had a fight. Like inside, <laughs> I feel like, dang, I had a fight to get here, yeah. you know? So I'm not really like, I'm not saying this with pride. I'm saying this with like humility. Like, wow, yeah. like, man, I'm just glad I got me. You know, I didn't stop. Yeah. I was actually, it's interesting. So last week, and I, so often I, I take this conversation of why do people give up or consistency, faithfulness, whatever. And even talking about spirituality, consistency in prayer and believing for things and all that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I so often, if you know me, you know this, I so often parallel spirituality to physical, uh, working out physical health and, and fitness and things of that nature. So for me, like I looked at this last week to kind of compare it to your story. I looked at this last week of working out because I, I had gone, you know, six days in a row now or whatever. Come on, six days in a row. Six days in a row. But what's crazy is oh. I didn't even realize that until the sixth day. Yeah. Here's what happens. So I have stuff, two points man. to kind of get to this. The first one is by the end of that six days, I looked at it the same way you looked at kind of that situation. Like, what if I had given up? And uh-huh. some people never even make it to the point where they can be thankful enough that they didn't that they didn't give up. Wow. But when you do, that's going to refuel you to then just con- to, to be on another you know high or whatever you want to call it to then ke- yeah. continue chasing that dream. But if you don't even make it to that point, then you that's really good. never see the fruit. One of the fruits yeah. of your labor is maybe not necessarily the 
hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. It's maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily being featured in, in an art magazine of some sort. If you if you do art or a photography blog or something like that, maybe that's not the fruit of your labor. Maybe the first fruit of your labor that you need to see is an inward thankfulness that you didn't give wow, up. Wow. Okay. It may be right. Art, because, Pastor John. Because no, chill out. I'm just saying, it's man. Good. This is good, from man. personal experience from this past it's week. Good. I remember being disgusted at the on the sixth day of working out. Yeah. Being disgusted at the idea of what if I had given up on the second day. Yeah. Like it's just four days a difference. But I'm like. What if I didn't do that? Like I would be so behind and whatever. So maybe that's the first thing you as an artist or you as a entrepreneur or you as a fitness, somebody getting into fitness or you as uh, just a, a, a prayer warrior, even maybe the first thing you need to be thankful for is the fact that you didn't give up. You got to yeah, make it at least good. that far because if you don't, you wow, never see any type of fruit. And then the second thing I wanted to mention mm-hmm. is this. Um, what kind of what I mentioned, how I didn't even realize it until the sixth day of working out that, oh, this is day six, yeah. well, whatever. Man, Gary V talks about this all the time. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is no one's gonna believe me. <laughs> Go ahead. But I had actually wrapped my mind around this uh, concept before I even knew this was something he preached. Mm-hmm. And it's this: falling in love with the process and not the oh, product. Yeah, that's something yeah. I used to say all the time. And when I realized it matched up with him, I'm like, hey, maybe I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or just something so, you're just learning. You just learn. So the reason I say that is because that that works obviously in your story as well uh-huh. and in mine is. I didn't even realize by the sixth day that I'd been going to the gym. Why? I fell in love with the game. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with the game. What happens is when you fall in love with the product and the idea. So I think about losing weight. I fall in love with this concept of a thinner me or a better looking me. Number one, there's nothing to really look at there because it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So what is your goal here? It's it's fictional. It's fabric. It does, it's, it's nothing. It doesn't actually exist. And number two is this. When you focus on the goal and not the way of getting to the goal, falling in love with that, when you focus on the goal, you compromise to get the goal to you quicker instead of yourself to the goal. Wow. So, so for instance, uh, when I, my goal was to lose like 30 pounds, if I was so focused on the weight or on like this idea of like a skinnier me, then it's like I, I overcredit myself with maybe let's say I lose 15 pounds. Though the goal was 30. But my goal in my head that I'd been focusing on was just a thinner me. Oh, I already accomplished that, so I'm good. I can eat a cheeseburger oh, now. Do so you see what I'm saying? So like you bring the goal closer to you. It's 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 compromise. All it is. Mm. You compromise at that point. Why? Because that's that's all you're focused on is this idea, which is so vague and so undefined that you can actually cheat. You can you can lie to yourself and say, oh, the goal is here, when in reality it's not. The only way you'll actually get to this goal that you set in mind in the first place is falling in love with the process and so for you man the rap the, you know the rap game music and art in general mm-hmm. in that sense you love it so much mm-hmm. i love this kind of like saying some people say it, you love it so much you can't fail mm. you love it so much you it's can't good. fail yeah you know what i'm saying so because the only way you can fail is if you give up how are you going to uh-huh. give up on something that you just love wow it's like how can i give up on e- eating yeah I love I think, eating you know what i mean yeah. like there's no and way to I give think up that's people's problems is it was my problem yo do what you love to do right like, find a way to do it like mm-hmm. my question to everybody when they're sad or depressed or they don't know what to do with your life i'm like what do you love to do and of course they always give the i don't know answer and i'm like no you know the thing is is that you want to tell me something magnificent so if i ask you jonathan what do you love to do mm. in your mind you want to tell me man i want to like i love to like i want richie to think whatever i love is amazing and yeah. big. and sometimes it's not it's actually no. small or something not even to the person's liking so like you don't, right. you, don't, you might not like, care about it specifically and so but. they answer me in a way to try to impress me or they yeah, don't answer because they don't want to impress me yeah and i and you know i told people this is what i told myself man i remember i was working the the call center and i was at holiday inn and i was like god i'm, I'm sad because i'm not doing what i love yeah. and i was like rich 
Richie, what is it you love to do? And it wasn't even like music, really. It wasn't like the subject of music. I was like, I just love to be around people and I love to like help people grow and I just want to be around people. So then from there, I started to be able to decide what is it that I can do to do those things. So if I love people and that's what I want to do and they ask me, what do you love to do? I love to love people. Yeah. Then I'm going to find different things in my life where I can actually do that. Yeah. And so cool. once you do that, you don't quit, man. Like yeah. once you and not even that, you got a fulfillment where you're like, man, I work this nine to five. I don't care what I'm doing. Like I know when I clock out or I know before I clock in, I'm doing what I love. And it, and like right. you said, it fuels you to the point where like you're not depressed no more. Right. You're not you're not, um, you know, sad or being yourself up. So I feel like it's as simple as just saying it's just doing what you love to do. And like it could be the most simplest thing. And I think people are complicating it and making it seem like, no, I need what do you love to do? Oh, I want to be a sir. I love to I love a school. So I want to be a surgeon. Like, OK, that's cool. I think that's some people's answers. But for most people, that's like too overwhelming. Like that's too big of a not big of a dream because I'm not saying not to dream big. But it's like for, no, for keep a lot it more of people, simple. That's their parents' dream for themselves. Yeah, too, that's a that's a problem. whole nother thing. But what I'm trying to say from that point is like maybe the real answer is like I love to help people. Yeah. Okay. So, but, wow, see, but that's while, good, man. But while you're getting there, do stuff that makes you happy. Like do uh, do stuff that you love that will make you happy. So while you're on the degree, while you're at school, stressing and busting your butt trying to get good grades, do something off of that clock that involves you helping people. Mm-hmm. And it might not be your um your main goal yet. Like yeah. if you want to be a, a brain surgeon, heart surgeon. That's that's an example. Yeah. Why do people assume that you, you have know, to like, wait until you reach the end to do what you love to yes, do? If you really love yes, to do it, exactly, you'd be doing it now exactly. in a different form. In a different and finding ways to do it. And it makes you happy. It just makes life more brighter. You feel more accomplished yeah. too. I think a lot of us get sad because we want to feel accomplished. Yeah. And when we don't feel accomplished, we feel like we're not doing nothing. And we feel like we're not doing nothing. We feel unworthy or yeah. How we have no purpose and once a human being feels like they have no purpose that's the end of a human being's life literally mm-hmm. you're dead mm-hmm. like and to the point where that subject brings people to suicide mm-hmm. purpose so yeah i just feel like and that goes straight back to the process man you're so right like in that moment of going after what it is you want to do do what you love straight up like that was the most simplest man i don't know how simple more simple that can be it's just what do you love to do stop making it complicated stop making it hard Figure what it is and just do it. But I honestly think that some people really just don't know. I, I think some people really do not know. I think some people haven't sat down because, and here's why, because they have the same, you know, mentality you were just describing of like, you know, I think a lot of people has to do with a degree and until they get that degree, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just doing school. But it and, could be and, like, what do you love to do? I love to be around my family. Boom. Boom, right there. Yeah, Just I think you're, your you're, you're really onto something when it comes to like, hey, what do you love to do? People are thinking, oh, what, I've actually, what do I say? What do I say? Like, it's, it's yeah. really, it's, it's, check this out. Psychological. What do you love to, to do? do? It's not hard. Just tell me. Just say yeah. it. You know what I mean? And you can really work from there. Even if it doesn't make sense, people think they have to answer you with a career or something. No, just what do you love to do? Because in like, especially in this day and age, you can turn anything into a career, yeah. which is also pretty cool. And then, and then I, I was just thinking about this because I break things down so fast in my head. So someone says, I love to watch movies. But then their degree or what, not degree or whatever they do in life has nothing to do with film and movie, right? Which is very normal. You know, I, I, I love movies, but anything I do has nothing to do with film or movie if you look at my life, right? So it's like, I love, I love movies. And it might be a cliche, like, immature answer. Be like, okay, let's stop right there. So you love movies. Why do you love movies? Um, I love the way it feels. I love the emotion. I love the story. You love the stories. Boom. And from there, you can be like, hey, you ever thought about picking up a camera? And just filming something. And then, hold on, then this is the ne- usually the next response or the next yeah. reaction. Oh, but... Uh, sorry, I'm clipping. Oh, but I don't... 
um, I don't know. I, you know, nah, it's like, I don't know how to do that. And then that comes and I don't know that. And then that's kind of where you need to stop and be like, now it's on you. Pull it closer. You know, now, now it's on you. Now it's on you. Now it's on you to step up and be like, mm-hmm. no, this is what I love to do. So I'm going to go get my camera. Yeah. And when I get my camera, I'm going to find a way to film something. It could be something little. And then next thing you know, bro, like when you, when you let go of that, like doubt and discouragement, next thing you know, you're like doing little mini clips for people. You're, you're filming people's wet. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it all connects, but there's always like barriers that people that I see that people struggle with. So the first one's like, I don't know what I love to do. But then, then when they find out what they love to do, then the next one's like, well, how can you do it? Oh, well, I tried already, or I don't know. Or, and it's like, no, you, you just got to search and yeah. really go after it. So I don't know. It's a lot of barriers of why people quit. And there's a lot of things of why people can't figure themselves out. And, and it's like different levels. So the first level is purpose and discovery. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're having a class here. Literally, ask yourself, what is it you love to do? Yeah. Figure that purpose and discover well, it. That's a big part of the problem is that people out, don't find that to begin with. So you're right. Which is, is the first step. Which is, sucks, but... I know. It's a lot of the second people, one man. is like, how can you do that more? Yeah. And then if that requires you to take a leap of faith, that's where you got to yeah. put God in it and, yeah. or get surrounded with people who do what you do to that's, help you. I was just about to say... So it's like purpose I, I wanna, and then motive? I don't know. I want to maybe challenge our, our listeners real quick. Um, because when I say, why do we quit... Well, I want to think. I want to. I want to look at you directly. Maybe not directly, because some people are listening on audio. But I, I want you to think about this yourself. You, whatever your name is, who's listening to this, why do you give up? And there's no shame in that, right? Because we all have done it at one point or another. I have done it several times. Like Richie's done it several times. So, but but let's let's get Many to a new times. place with it. Why do you give up? So first, what I want you to do is I want you to hold that dream, I guess, in your heart or in your mind, whatever you whatever you want to do. Hold it in, in 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 your mind, in your heart. You think about it, like what you what you need to do to get there, and all that stuff. It can it can be a little bit stressful. But why have you given up in the past? And I want to talk about with Richie a couple ways that you can maybe prevent giving up uh, in the future. And here's one of the main ones. So serious, super cliche maybe, but so serious. You've got to, even if it requires you know ending some friendships or, or mitigate mitigating some friendships or whatever. You've got to surround yourself with people who are going to fuel you in that area. You have to. And very important. You have to. Very. I have never been successful in fitness until uh-huh. I surrounded myself with people who were successful yep. in fitness. Sales too. Sales is another mm-hmm. thing. I've been doing sales for a couple of years now. That's a big one uh, for, for my too. job. I was never, what's crazy is this. I love how you brought that up. Uh-huh. I Here's the thing. I barely had to focus on like meditation and how can I be better and what like strategize and all that. That can get very stressful. So I don't want people to think that they have to do that. Uh, such a high level. You really don't. What's funny is what happened with me in sales. Every almost every night after my sales job, my first one ever, I would go out to dinner with people mm-hmm. who were hungry to be oh, better yeah. at the game. And here's yeah. what happened. I actually at the same <laughs> yeah, time of, of of just conversating and talking, it was so organic and so natural. Same time as all that happening or as all that's happening, I'm also like falling in love with the process. Yeah, because it didn't it didn't it didn't stress me out. So having those people there who are going to chase things that the same way you are uh-huh. like what bad can that possibly do? Right. Because then you've got friendships, you've got brotherhoods, you've got well, it makes like it makes the topic and what you're doing very relevant and consistent. Exactly. And when you're thinking That's about exactly it more, it. you're willing to sharpen it more. And 
and just I don't know. It's just like advice and different. But it's so natural though. Like you don't have to. Like it's not like when I go ask advice from a pastor or something like that, where it's like, or you got to go to if you're going to school, you got to wake up at eight in the morning. Exactly, it's natural. So anytime you think of a question, you text that person in your life who's chasing that thing with you. It's good. Or is chasing something the same way you're chasing that thing. So with the whole dinner thing, where we would go out, like we wouldn't only talk about sales, Uh but it would be so organic when we did. And yeah. no, and it, like, you know what you were you were there yeah. for a lot of it. So That's you good, man. Me, and McKenny, and Chris Dean. I say uh, uh, every show like we we get we get together every Monday. You, that's amazing. And You've got to surround yourself with people. Healthy. Listen, if you don't, the chances of you failing and and quitting are so Absolutely. much like astronomically higher. I don't have a number for you, but I, I'm just I telling you, you I, can. I would say you can't, man. Yeah, you can't. Honestly, you can't achieve. It's just too hard. The world's too cold. Your your mind's too dark. It's too like, it, exactly. It's an emotional too, thing almost. Like yeah, exactly. It's too. And you know what? And if you are out there much. doing it on your own, there will be a there will be a certain level that you need to reach. Yeah. That where you're gonna require right more exactly people. exactly. Yeah. Um, I had a good. That's such a great point, though. That's a great point. Um, that's key right there. Just having people in that same field. Not everybody needs to be in that same field, but mostly, most of the people. And, um, yeah, like I said, Mondays we, we, we sit down and like, I don't know, we're planning shows we're planning videos. I'm shooting videos. We're doing photo shoots. We're asking each other what we're going to do this week. What's the new challenge? Um, how are you? Where are you? you but know? it's so natural, right? Um, uh, very, 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 Cause very, you're very also natural. friends. Right? You're, fa- you're almost your family. Yeah. Chasing. Oh, goal. this is a big one is, uh, is about the people that are that. doing it by themselves. Like, um, that's kind of like, that's a lot of people do struggle with that. Like, I want to do it on my own. Like, no one cares about me. Like, I'm going to yeah. do it with, I'm going to do it by myself. I'm going to do like, that would be, I think, I think I see a lot of people like this. They don't want to really put their art out there or whatever they do. I don't know. It could be anything they do. They don't like to be open about it because it makes them vulnerable. And then if they fail, it's like, oh, you're a failure because you tried something and you failed. So they'd rather have nobody included in their dream or their process. But like that, I would say for a lot of people out there, like that will just choke you to death. Oh, like anybody the, out the there, beginning, that's, there's no good thing in that. Yeah, you're just you're just really setting yourself up for failure. Like it takes bravery to put your business out there. It takes bravery to say this is my vision. And especially a lot of people, I'm gonna go, go this far too. The people that are in the church that have ideas from God, yeah. like it's a, it like no one really does the vision because if they say it and they fail. The enemy looks to come in, th- come in there and just manipulate them. Be like, man, watch when you tell them what, what God told you in prayer. Watch when you do it. Watch when you say, oh, you're going to fail. It's not going to happen. You don't have enough faith. You're not going to get through it. Like, man, someone used to hear that. Like, I, re- you know, I just like, I bind that because like, that's not true at all. That's not true at all, especially if you're if you're spiritual and God's telling you something like, you know, you have a relationship with with God, like whatever He says shall come to pass. It's just gonna take yeah. a vessel or an instrument to make it yeah. happen. And so I just I just like tell anybody that has visions from God, like He's gonna pull through, but we gotta take that first step. We gotta take that first step. And like in the journey and the process of being consistent, like there's gonna be times where it is embarrassing. There's gonna be times where it is hard. Right. You know, when you when you were talking about um, working out in your body and comparing it to your life or the spiritual realm or whatever it is that you're doing, right? What I realized with my body when I'm working out is that I had to push myself to new levels of intensity and my body was not used to it. So now I would go on, I would go and run faster on a higher level. And I'd be like, man, I never done this before, but my body's like, oh my God, like what's happening to what, what are you doing? You're, you're moving faster. You're sweating. Your heart's pumping faster. And I'm getting to this new level. And I realized I had to do it a little bit more. Like I had to not just do it on Monday. I had to do that same level Wednesday, that same level Friday Come Saturday. I'm still not like used to it. My body's still like, man, this is hard. Oh my God. But you do that consistently for a couple weeks. You're going to be on the third week like, this is nothing. 
this is nothing. And I say all to say, like, there's levels to your work ethic. Yeah. There's levels to your relationships. Yeah. Like, you're going to be like, man, you're going to be but, but, um, butting heads with friends. You're going to be getting into real heavy discussions on how to be better. And you're going to do it one time, two times, three yeah. times. Sometimes at fourth time, you're like, yo, I'm done with this. I'm <laughs> done with this this tense relationship. I'm done writing these scripts. I'm done writing these raps. Whatever you do, I'm done doing this at a high level. This new level for me is too hard. But, yo, keep going keep at going. it. Because on keep that second going. month, that third month, you're going to be like, this is nothing. Yeah. And you're going to be on a new level. You're going to work. Dude. Yo, I work harder and faster in the gym now. So now that my body's used to intensity, I go in there and I work harder and faster and get a better workout than what I was doing six months ago. Right. What's crazy and is And I'm though, on a new level. What's crazy is, though, you could have gone those entire six months staying at a lower level, you know, maybe increasing very, very tiny amounts yeah, or just, whatever. Uh, and, and you could still have made improvement yeah but just but is it the best improvement you could have made right it's not or just slow very slow improvement not that yeah. slows it's funny because i want to get to slow but not that slow is bad but yeah challenge yourself man yeah i know it sounds weird but like get that i'm not trying to like get that that animal and you like get it out so sometimes you need to be aggressive yeah like when you're going after your dreams and your visions like you gotta you gotta wake up and just just put on that hat and be like i'm going after this thing to that point i was gonna say uh you know when at least when it comes to me i used to always kind of get not intimidated but maybe just like discouraged by people who were always so hungry about chasing what they're chasing because i looked at myself and i'm like i just don't have it in me (laughs) you know what i'm saying it wasn't until it wasn't until i don't know maybe a couple months ago when i realized kind of the principle you just discussed where it's if i force myself to do that if i can kind of like fake it till you make it type thing which i'm very particular about that statement it works in certain contexts not in every so whatever. <laughs> yeah but but in that I sense like if i if i force myself like you said you force yourself to, to run that extra yeah. speed if i then it would become normal for me and i promise it works that way yes. so if you are someone this is very practical if you're someone who gets discouraged by the demeanor of other people who are in a field that you're looking at like oh those they're such go-getters and i'm not or they have you know so much passion and they have mm, such good ideas mm, and I'm, good like if you can force yourself mm-hmm. if you can push yourself to be that like yeah. you did for those however many weeks it becomes the norm and then the challenge yourself is something so much more intense than you could have ever imagined right. the, the challenge yourself to be better like because then your normal thing is like let's get it let's get that's, it you know what i'm saying that's good you got to challenge yourself and just yeah you know, I, I, I and this is like me just me kind of like opening up like i'm just i don't want to be weak like i don't want to like go in the gym and be on the same level i don't want to be on the same weight like i don't want the idea of challenges and idea of intensity to beat me and define me like i don't want to look at something and be like yeah i can't go that far because because their power or whatever challenge it is defines me. I want to define the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to be someone that steps over it and be like, no, I'm, I can conquer this challenge. There's nothing in this life, in this world that can can beat me. I don't want to live that life because it's a limited life. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Ooh, it's so funny because if you can be – if you the same way you're consistent in your work ethic to become stronger and go to new levels and beat new challenges and meet new people, new relationships and business, it's the same exact way you can be on the opposite spectrum and being consistent and being negative, yeah. being consistent and saying, I'm not going to do it, yeah. being consistent and quitting. Um, failing is one a different thing. The failing is good because that means yeah. you tried, right? Exactly. But, you know, you could be on the opposite spectrum. So I, I just like anybody out there listening, like, I want you to look into yourself and say, okay, I want to be consistent, but where have I been consistently negative or positive? Cause if you've been consistent negative, yeah. um, I'm going to tell you right now, like mentally and spiritually, it's going to take a little bit harder to be positive because you've been building um, a stronghold of negativity. So, so some people, I do believe it's a little harder, like people that do have extra weight on them. I'm not trying to like make fun of nobody on the show or, or say, or discourage anybody. You got to work harder. 
Yeah. Because you you went so you ate so much and you gained so much weight that now you got to work a little bit harder, yeah. right? As to somebody who it's ate the same decent principle, and then now they want to work out it's better. The same principle. They they kind of it would be faster for them to yeah. get on it. But it's the same principle. Why? Um, because look, it, it's so easy to be negative, and it's so easy to eat unhealthy. Yeah. So it's easy to dig yourself deep into that hole, but it's it's I mean it's so it, it's it's gonna so it is gonna take a little bit more push and a little bit more you know, shove to get out of that negative place uh-huh. you put yourself, whether it be emotionally, like you're saying, or physically with the, uh, with the weight thing. Yeah, man. So like people need to be careful. Like it's funny because I, I have places where I'm negative and I'm consistent in certain places right now. <laughs> it's like, so funny to use the word consistent. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. consistent. And being and negative. Being negative <laughs> yeah, in those areas. And I have to work. I have to like kind of work double, uh, double shifts on those areas and be like, man, it's like a, uh, like they said, like you build trails and you're, you know, when you're walking through the woods consistently or walking through a trail or a path, the grass kind of dies out and you build that dirt trail mm-hmm. or whatever that sometimes if people say like negative motives do that to your brain. So when you go into that path or that that memory or that mindset of that certain particular topic or thing that you're trying to be better at there's a trail of you just negativity and you got to find a way to plant it put seeds on it plant it water it and make it full again so um yeah and and maybe you can elaborate on this what would you what would you say the process is fast or the process is slow what process and pursuing anything that you want here i love that the Uh process is not is not fast Mm mm-hmm the process is not slow either. Uh-huh. The process, if it's going to lead to success, if it's going to lead to where you want it to, it's not slow, it's not fast, it's life. The process is life. Hmm. The process is everything. Whoa. Because the process never the process never ends. I'm realizing this, dude, Rich. Yeah. Rich, if listen, it's so funny to think about it in fitness because if you have a goal, and you want to be a professional photographer or a, 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 a filmmaker yeah. or, a, or a writer or anything. If the process is, you're, you're crazy if you think it's fast. So get out of here if you think the process, <laughs> you're, you're, then you're just dumb. Yo, that's real sorry. quick. Hold on. That's me, man. I get like that. I think it's fast and it destroys me. Oh, man. Leads me to depression, anxiety, loneliness, discouragement. It's bad. When you think it's fast. Oh, my God. Anyways, sorry, I just had to say that it's not fast at all. It's fast tough, is man. like my kryptonite. Thinking that this whole processing comes. Is well, I my think kryptonite. I think the equivalent of of because because here's the thing. Can we be honest? It is fast for some people. Some people hit that whatever that that. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying they True. something happens. You know what I'm saying? Right. There are people like that. Let me tell you what the equivalent of that. And and then think about how ridiculous this is. Okay. To think that I can do what some meme kid did like this uh meme kid. catch me outside girl meme. whatever you know she's like a millionaire now yeah right but she kind of struck the lottery she uh-huh. hit the lottery there right so to think that i can form some sort of strategy to doing that it's like planning to win the lottery it's like strategizing to win because wow. and, and, but I, you know what's crazy wow, that was so dope but i think the chances of hitting the lottery are higher that was fire i think the chances of hitting the lottery are actually higher uh-huh. because if you look at the amount of people Maybe strategizing not. to hit the lottery is it. Can you do that? Can you plan to hit the lottery? Wow. Cause if you can, then yeah, let's plan to be like, but catch me can. outside girl, but you can't. Yeah. So the problem is this delusion that it's like, Oh man, there's, there is, you know, she did it. So it's possible. Yeah. That's like looking at somebody that said that they won the lottery and say, Oh, she, he did it. It's possible. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Good luck planning that. Good luck. You know what I'm saying? I think a much more efficient and bettering for your own psyche method of getting to that point is understanding that the process is not like that. Most people are not going to become millionaires like that. Most people are going to become millionaires by strategy, loving mm. the process, surrounding yourself with like minds, all of that stuff. Mm. I'm not going to plan to win the lottery. It's good. There's no point That's in that. That's actually a really easy way to say that. You put your yeah. you put your your 
you, you put yourself in a bad place with that. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, like I was saying before, uh, the process is not slow. The process mm-hmm. is not fast. <laughs> the process is life. So if you're planning on writing a book, write it all this stuff, anything, what are you planning on doing? Hold it in your head right now. If your plan is for there to be a process and for that to be the end goal, what are you really doing? Mm-hmm. If you plan on writing one book and having one book become a bestseller, you're going to look at me and tell me you don't want a second bestseller? If you get jacked and ripped in the gym, you're going to tell me you don't want to maintain that? Or like That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy to me. If you become an artist, you're going to tell me you want to be a one-hit wonder? Mm. No. So get out of here with the whole process being slow or fast, or whatever. Mm-hmm. If that's in your mind, you've got it twisted. The process is life because you want to yeah, be great. That, and that's a great point. Because Consistently. I think when you start to tap into, I'm going to pursue my dreams, right? When you start to tap into that, because some people don't do it till later. Some people are 40 years old with kids graduating. They're like, what am I doing with my life? You know, some people got, unfortunately got, got out of a divorce or something at 30, 35, and now they want to do it. So it's not until you tap into it, whether you're 19 years old or you're 49 years old. Once you tap into it, it's like that's when you start to realize, wait, do I really want what I've been asking, what I've been seeking for? So I want to be an artist, right? An aspiring hip hop artist. It's not until I tap into it that I'm like, is this what, wait, is this what I really want to do? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm in the studio. It's frustrating. It's hard to find a producer. You know, I have an engineer. You know, sometimes he's in a good mood. Sometimes he's not. (laughs) You're like, do I, I'm in this. Do I really want this? And then you start to be like, wait, maybe I don't. Or sometimes you're like, maybe I do. I just got to persevere and be consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, and then like, you know, maybe you pick up a camera one day and you start taking pictures, want to be a professional photographer. And then somewhere along the way, you you start doing videos. I don't know where you just start doing videos Mm -hmm. and you're like, wait this is what this is way more fun i got to capture many images not just one and then you start doing both or or you start doing promotion maybe you're doing both maybe you're or you're a hip-hop artist whatever you are and then you start promoting and you realize man i like promoting wait i like promoting for other people wait i just like investing in other people hold on i think i'm better at believing in other people than i am and not believing on my work that you can't do it but you have a choice in this life. And you're like, I'd rather just believe in other people than me be, be the star, right? If that fulfills you more. And it's, and then you realize it's like five, six, seven, eight years down the road. And you're like, holy crap, I tapped into my dreams five years ago. And I'm in a total different place five years later. You thought you knew what you're going to be. But it wasn't until you tapped into and went to a process where you started to discover who you really are. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I really don't like making music that much. I like <laughs> promoting yeah. artists. Yeah. You know, so it's crazy until you tap into it. And I had to deal with a pride too, where I'm like, no, I'm gonna be a hip hop artist, or no, I'm gonna be a pastor, or no, I'm gonna be a, uh, I'm gonna be a professional speaker. And it wasn't until I went in the process, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't know if I want to do any of these, or may, or there'd be moments where I'm like, no, I said I was gonna be this, so I have to be that. And God's yeah, like, wow, yeah. no, you're discovering now that you really don't like that that much. You thought you did until you it got until it got real. Right. And for some people, you gotta persevere because it does get mm-hmm. to a, sometimes your dream and your skill, what you love in your art, does get really hard, mm-hmm. and you have to fight through that. And then next thing you know, on the other side is like. It, you fall in love with it again. I don't yeah, know if that makes, that's makes sense. Possible, yeah, very possible, yeah. Right? So there's that. But I think you just self-discovery, man. And it goes goes to that first point, like discovering what you really like to do. How can you know if you like something if you're too scared to do it? People too don't want to put out it, their yeah. art. People don't want to put out their music. Yo, oh, blast. I, I don't, don't know what know to say. Like, like I just, comes out. I want to speak to what I feel like is the majority of listeners right now. And I almost want to post this clip on Instagram so I guarantee everybody can hear it. Oh, go for it. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it goes alongside with kind of what you were just saying, man. But I want to tell this story real quick. I did an internship program at our church that changed my life forever. Here's why. I went into it 
thinking mm. that I was going to be a worship drummer mm. and that that's what God called me to do. Ah. Uh. On the same on the same note, I can't like I still do that and I enjoy that form of ministry. But it wasn't until I jumped in to the closest form of trying to be a worship drummer that I thought possible, which was the internship, just being around mainstream worship yep. and all of that, that I realized I actually wanted to do something else. Mm-hmm. Like I actually wanted to do something else. But what I feel like a lot of our listeners might be at That's in terms good. of like a point in their life is that they really, I don't know, I'm going back to this, but like that they really don't know or they feel like it's too late or something like that. And what I want to tell you is this, there is more life out there. There is more life out there than this life of just, you know, assuming you have some dream underneath your skin. Like, listen to me, no one like not everyone has to go and, and, and try and you know make it in Hollywood. Right. Not everyone has to try and be a professional basketball player or anything like that. But what, what, what I'm telling you is this, that there's more life to be found in a life that 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 includes you pursuing your dreams. Not only that, but then encouraging your children that look what this looks like. You can pursue your dreams. Mm-hmm. You do not have to just live a life of blandness and a life of, of just like Norm- normality. Normality. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to <laughs> make it a word right now. Norm- normality. I like it. Whatever. <laughs> like you do not. Ha- you do not have to live a life like that. And here's the key: what you just mentioned. You just have to try things. Mm-hmm. If you're suspicious that you might be good at something or that you might have a passion for something, maybe you don't. But maybe you do, mm. and you don't know until you yeah. chase it. Some of us are too scared to chase it. There's no reason to be scared. Yeah. And I think once you really wrap your mind around the fact that you have one life, God has given you one life on this earth. One. Do you see how many that is? That's one. That's one. <laughs> For audio listeners, it's one finger I'm holding up. One. Uh, you get one. Why would you ever... Yeah. not make it everything it could possibly be. Absolutely. And search for and you know everything what? it could possibly and be. And we're on this podcast, man, giving the best that we could give, right? And that was some great advice. Like, you just killed it and, and you're living it and you're trying your best and you're not perfect. And, you know, you're, sometimes your coffee's whack and then you have to make it again. And then, and then I'm happy the second, maybe the third time. I'm, right, I'm going to find a new podcast partner. I can't do this. <laughs> so anymore. I'm just kidding. He makes the great, <laughs> best coffee. I promise. Thanks. You know, like, looking at my life, you know, turned 26 in May, and I'm looking back and I'm like, then this is for anybody listening. I'm not saying this to boast at all. I'm, I'm, what I'm telling you is that Nike's the best to ever say it. Just do it. When you just do it, things happen, man. I'm so serious because, I mean, I'm doing, I'm working There's from, a reason that's I'm such working a powerful from home. Slogan. I'm working from, reason why they're so big and they're a multi-billion dollar company across the whole world, right? Just do it. I had a freaking revelation off of that the other day. Anyways, I'm a barber working from home full time. I help my friend promote people's Instagrams and and gain followers and 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 help build their businesses and make some little side money. I'm right now in about 30 minutes I'm going to meet Chris, uh, Chris Dean and we're going to film one of his 1 minute videos mm-hmm. whatever. Saturday I'm going to see one of my uh one of my friends that's actually trying to get back into hip hop. We're going to do a photo shoot for him. Saturday night I'm going to be performing trying to get my mu- hip hop music out there. Next Thursday, we're going to be doing another podcast. Wednesday, I'm going to be doing my best to be in a ministry helping youth kids. Sunday, I'm going to be with the college age ministry going hard for them too. Sunday morning, I'm going to be with a bunch of elders, a, a much more older people than me, doing welcoming team at one of the Red Buck, uh, the, the um, Faith Assembly campuses. I just named like six, seven, eight different things I'm doing in one week. I would have never guessed I would be here today doing all those things, all different photo shoot, social media promotion, podcast, hip hop, all because I'm like, I'm just going to, 
I'm, I love it all. I love them all. Yeah. And I'm going to discover myself. I'm going to try every single I love one. It. I'm not I great at it. videography. I'm not that amazing. Not that amazing at photography. Rap, I'm just getting better little little bit, little a little by little. Ministry, I love, wow. but I'm still trying to discover my identity in, in ministry. Like, I'm wow. still learning I and I'm not it. that great, but yo, I'm doing all, and I love all of them. And no one can tell me that I can't do any of these things. Mm. Um, someone just did an Instagram post, a one minute post. Um, it was an actor and he goes, he goes, whoever told you to stay in your lane? And I know for some people it's a, it, there's a, well, I'm talking in the context of, of you can do whatever you put your mind to. That's where I'm speaking from. Right. You're like, whoever told you to stay in your lane? Like staying in your lane? What you mean you can't go, you can't go and discover another art and do something else? What you mean just because you come from a poor family, you have to work for family recreational centers. You can't actually go try to be a businessman. Oh, Who told you to stay in your lane? You do whatever you want. You do whatever you th- makes you happy. You do whatever you love. I love that. And yes, I I, I I follow, you know, I follow God as best as I can. And I walk on a thin line and I love it to death every moment. But there is moments where God lets me expand and go after new things. And it's not until I try it that I know if I want to do it. There it is. I can't pay bills sometimes. And then next thing I'm doing a photo shoot, 20 bucks. I'm doing a video shoot, 20 bucks. I'm... I don't know. You, you you pour into people and then when you're really, you need help, you just send them a text and help is a text away. Hey, man, what do you need? You were there for me so many times. What do you need? Man. And it's just like, I don't work a nine to five and that's not everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, and that to me, I'm very humbled for that. But man, go go just do it, man. I love that. Just do it. That's a reason it's so powerful, man. Just do it. And none of those things were that easy, Jonathan. It, I had to wake up and be like, I'm doing this. I'm just going to do it. I'm waking up at 8 o'clock to go to Sunday morning church, even though I can sleep in. I don't want to go to the gym right now. You know, I'm going to put on my gym clothes. Just get me that in, into that mindset. I'm going. You know, I don't want to perform. Just do it. There's been nights that people think, like, performing is that is fun or, like, it's amazing every time. It's not amazing every time. It's a lot of pressure. A lot of a lot of anxiety that I deal of course, with. Yeah, of, there's, there's you don't want to embarrass yourself. You want to make sure like the that. performance is good. People are judging right. you. Sometimes, just got to do it, man. Consistency is key. That's the key to life. Consistency. One last thing I want to touch on. Sorry, in terms but of that. I just had a no, bro. You're good. Mention all. It works, man. That's what. I, that's why I said that it works. When you put your mind to it and say yes, I'm gonna do it. It works. I just wanted Every to time. touch on something that I I mentioned a couple podcasts ago, is the whole emotional attachment thing, and how like, if it's if your decision to do something is based on just doing it and understanding that's that's what you need to do, as opposed to some emotion, you will be successful. But when you tie your willingness to lose weight to an emotion, when you tie your willingness to pray to an emotion, when you tie your willingness to actually write a story or take, you know, photos or, you know, practice at that video game, whatever the case, when you tie it to an emotion, you'll fail because emotions change. That's actually really good. Emotions change. If your work ethic is attached to your emotion and your emotions are wavering, then your work ethic mm, is wavering. That's crazy because every time I had because every time that I had to to decide something, it had to be non-emotional. You have to get out of it. Because you have if to I were, get out of it. Were, that's why the people in our lives are so important because they can help get you out of yes, the emotion. That's true. Actually, that's a great point. They can help you get out of the emotion. Every time I made a decision, I would if I were to let my emotions to be a no, I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm quitting. That the topic of what we're talking about, I would say no. The only I'm yes would it. be at the beginning of the journey when you're so hype. But then so hype. Everything else there later <laughs> later is just not. I love how you say it like <laughs> just hype. You're hype. You're ready to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then but then later on, you yeah. like you said, everything one everyone would be no. 
It would be. It would be no. Every gym session. You can't. You can't. Sometimes I'm in the gym, like I'll, I'll mess around with my buddies. I'm like, I hate being here. And like, there's a there's like 10 percent of me that's telling the truth. Uh, I like. No, I like that. I'm that's like, good. I hate, but it feels good saying it because yeah. I'm being honest with myself. I'm not faking yeah. it. I'm like, no, I don't like it, but I'm here for. But you understand reasons. that, yeah, doing things you don't like is that's it. That's Ugh. what it's all about. Yeah, the man, results are great, dude. I, I appreciate you. I man. took a picture the other day and I put like one up and like my arm was bulging. I was like, what? You're stupid. Like, you did on purpose, didn't you? Actually, I did it. No, that. Sorry. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. Well, listen. Listen, this has been uh, this has been it. This has been episode thirteen of the J Ray Richie Ray podcast. What are we yes, at? Uh, 45. 45. Wow, we kill it yeah. every time on that on that top. Yeah. We got a little bit beforehand to cut out, or whatever. Um, but listen, audio versions of this uh, should be up. Uh, if you don't already know, uh, audio versions are are a thing now. Yeah. Uh, Apple Podcasts. They are uh, excited. Spotify yes. actually. Just all you have to do is search J Ray Richie Ray podcast. Uh-huh. Um, Spotify is a little weird for it. So if you're on Spotify or if you want to be on Spotify, just search the title of the podcast and then you'll be taken to our, our Spotify sure. page. Apple Podcasts, just search Jerry Richie Ray Podcast. Uh, there's some other ones that I've never heard of. Google Podcasts, obviously, but there's this other weird one. Anyways, yeah. thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, this has been the Jerry Ray Richie Ray Podcast episode number 13. Uh, we love you guys very much. Yes, thank uh, you so much for your feedback and all that stuff. Make sure to hit the comments and uh, we will be back next week, next Thursday for episode 14 let's go stuff is flying man this is I'm crazy excited. we just keep it love keep you it guys rolling. love you guys so much see you next thursday peace, peace.